I would, I would love to be a fly on the wall with most people right now. I know. And, and how they're coping or not I coping. know. Send us anonymous messages about how you're, like, how you're actually feeling that, how, like, you tell your mom you're feeling. Um, <laughs> make, a, make a quick new Gmail account and just, like, write us, yep. write us, write us your real truths. Please. <laughs> Go anonymous. We don't give a shit. It's fine. Yeah. Or don't, because yeah, we love or you don't. anyway. It's fine. We love you anyway. There's no shame here. We've told you a lot of things. We're going to keep <laughs> telling you more. There's plenty of shame, but we've moved past it. <laughs> so much shame. So much shame. Where am I at? Well, yesterday I told Shauna I felt like an old salty sea captain in an abandoned lighthouse. <laughs> Accurate. Oh, you've got your sea captain sweater and everything. I know. And I have a fu- I have a fucking oil lantern. Thanks, dad. <laughs> I I'm not kidding, actually. <laughs> of course you're not. Why of would Of course you- I'm not. Why would I make something so ludicrous like that up? <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Well, I've got my crank radio that I bought just after Hurricane Sandy. I was you like, do. this is, yeah, I was like, this is gonna, we're gonna have an apocalypse one day. And like, Don and I live on high ground. So people are probably gonna wind up here. <laughs> totally. I need some, yes. we need extra blankets. We need, <laughs> frankly, I, I was gonna look into getting some like water purifying tablets. After this, I, I feel like Ooh. all of the, I feel like all of the preppers are just laughing at us right now. I, I feel know. like just they're just sitting that. in the, and they're smug little compounds. <laughs> I would do, I would give anything to have an interview right now. Let's prioritize this. An Ooh. interview with somebody who's really like out of their gourd, uh, doomsday prepper, like has a full on underground bunker, has been talking about this uh, for far longer than appropriate. <laughs> I mean, you know, my friend's husband has gas masks. And he's Holy a totally, shit. totally normal person. He just like, he grew up in Australia where you have your farm and you've got acres and acres of land. And if something happened, like you could be by yourself for God knows how long. So like, oh wow, we, you, uh, when you live in a city, you have to have someone vouch for you if you're a gun owner. That's basically, we've done that for two people. Um, two different people where we were like, yes, I can attest that this person is not psychotic and is not going to go around just shooting people willy nilly. <laughs> Which is, you know, good, good. Yeah, and and uh, neither of them have so far. Um, but I was like, I was like, if this, if, you know, we're going to do this for you. <laughs> but if there is a gas attack, like I at least want a couple good whiffs out of your gas mask. <laughs> I wonder, I, w- uh, I was wondering if that might uh, also help block the virus as much as like a, a medical mask does. Oh, God, I'm sure it's just scary to look at. Um, I right? saw who did I? Oh, oh, John Oliver on Sunday had like an array of different things that medical professionals have been wearing, including like balaclavas and um, old Halloween costumes. Wait, what's a balaclava again? Uh, it is, if I'm using this term correctly, like if you're going to go ski, it's like a ski mask. It's a thing that goes oh, over your whole head and you can the only face see. The face turtleneck. The face turtleneck, correct. I've had many of those through my life. Have you? Well, I used to ski. Oh, nice. For, for two very unfortunate years. <laughs> uh, I fall down so much. There's no way in hell I'm ever getting in a pair of skis. I could have if I was younger and I was, I, but like knowing how I ice skate, literally I go ice skating like every three years or so and I get on the skates and the second that I feel like I'm not going to fall down, the second I feel like I'm not going to fall down, the muscles on the outside of my legs give up. They're like, nope, this fucking hurts. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. When's the last time you tried? Oh, probably three years ago. Maybe four. Holy shit. What? I, I, I don't think I – I mean, and I liked skiing. I don't think I would ever try it again. <laughs> oh, this was ice skating. Oh, ice skating. Oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I've never yeah, been on is. a pair of skis. No, no, no. Um, Holy shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. Every so often, somebody, because it's New York, and somebody's like, let's go to one of these nice right, ice rinks. To Bryant Park. And- yeah, Bryant Park is fine. It's just, 
the problem, the biggest problem is that I am the biggest problem. Like <laughs> I am a large person <laughs> and I am not g- stable. And then children come flying at me and they grab oh, onto right. me. Right, right, right. And you didn't like kids to begin with. Children. Uh, my best friend shared the best meme this morning that Ooh. said, what a time to be childless. <laughs> I, I cannot fathom. No. Right? No. Also, think about this. I have friends who are teachers with small children. I have friends who are teaching from home while their children are ostensibly learning from home, being taught by someone else on a computer while she is teaching other people on a computer. Oh, no, thank you. What a nightmare. I mean, God bless. Thank, thank you all for making sure that our children <laughs> don't get mush brain during this time. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a weird fucking Freedom. time, man. What a weird fucking time. I feel a little badly because um, a lot of workers, a lot of uh, gig economy workers are supposed to be striking today. I feel insane because I feel like Twitter's the only news outlet right now that's like up to date with anything. Oh, yeah. I of- didn't know anything about that. I heard about yesterday. I heard about the po- not Postmates, but Amazon and somebody... Amazon and Instacart and uh-huh. probably shipped. And I had an order in with Instacart that stayed there and I wasn't going to cancel it just in case. And it turns out they're fulfilling it today, which I am grateful for, but also like, uh, I don't. Yeah. No, don't, there's nothing I that I, yeah, there's nothing that I have on the way. I do have something on the way from Amazon, but like, I don't know. It's a tripod. Keep it. I don't care. I want, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, want right. I want people to be taken care of and people aren't being taken care of and they finally have some leverage because we desperately need them. That's we all need, we need. We need people to be doing what Amazon and um, Instacart people are doing and they need to right. be safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a friend who works for a, uh, a Broadway costume house um, and their shop. Uh, is most likely about to get a huge contract for hospital gowns and masks. Oh, that's awesome. So that's really cool. Oh. They're re- they're setting up happy. the um they're setting up their whole shop so that people can work 6 feet apart. Um and you know, it's still risky, but like somebody's got to fucking do it. <laughs> right. Right. And Christian Siriano uh I know. did it. Oh. And like God, I wanna... if I ever if I ever met that dude, I it would be I think that I would fangirl out harder than I have with anybody else. I just Aww. love I love him so much. I love him. I love him. I just I love him. That's it. He's wonderful. That's and he and he walks the walk. I know. In oh. like every way, which is great. It's great. And he's not afraid to do it. And he's one of the first people who did. And he's young. So, like, I all know. of those things are impressive because you don't want to fuck up when you're young. No. You want to you wanna guarantee that you have some stability so you play it safe yeah, in but so also, many ways. But he was smart enough to know that, like, dressing Leslie Jones was not a misstep, you know? That's right. He was exactly. Like, fuck you, idiots. Here we go. <laughs> uh, right. Right. And now he's <sighs> the go-to. Oh, yeah. Because of course he is. I know. Um, I want to help so badly, and I have this entire bag of really nice bras that I want to make into masks, but I don't think that anybody would take them. No, it's – I've know. seen those. I've that It looks ridiculous. It does look ridiculous. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but it's a false sense of productivity that I would love yeah, to have. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> That's fair. And then think about how fashiony you'd be. I mean, it would just I can't imagine that any hospital anywhere would let you in with something like that. <laughs> you with your smooth boost mask. <laughs> oh, look at your your deep plunge zebra mask. Oh god. <laughs> <Smooth> right. <boost. laughs> 
Oh, Fuck. this one? No, this is just a balconette. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> a little oh. stronger coverage. If you want a good risky, go with a demi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this bitch is living on the edge. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it hurts. What are we talking about today? What do you want to do? Man, this is a good question. I mean, I, mean, I we... want to talk about Tiger King. I would I love to talk about do... Ki- Tiger King, oh, but I haven't episode. watched it yet. What if we just did an episode where I tell you about Tiger King? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like a dollop. Do you want to do a dollop with me? Holy shit. I... Okay, wait. Let's do a DIY dollop right the fuck now. I will be All your right. Gareth. Oh my you God. You be my Dave. Okay, tell hang me. on a second. <laughs> hang on a second. And I'm not going to spoil everything because we still haven't watched the last episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. Buckle up, Ponton. Hooray. Okay. So I don't know where I actually heard about this guy, but I suspect it was actually on John Oliver a few years ago. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> I am so excited. Let me pull up a Wikipedia so I can actually get the like the names and stuff right. So because I have focused on... Because I focused on productivity, not even just to be productive, but just to keep myself busy, um, or else I will go completely um, grizzled old, insane sea captain muttering to themselves uh, off the moors of fucking Labrador. Um, <laughs> uh, I haven't watched a ton of TV at all. I just binged season two of The Sinner the other day, and that was really it. Other than that, I've watched... A startlingly little television for the last That's three good. weeks. That's good. I mean, it's fine. I like TV. <laughs> I like TV. And that, so I have not seen the cult favorite Love is Blind yet. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> also, like, um, I started to watch uh, a reality show called The Circle, which um, mm. sounds like the same thing, except for it's got Michelle Buteau as the host. So why would you want anything else? Because she is the best. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It was, sounds like it was similar, where it was like people were all trying to, like, get each other to... They were, like, catfishing each other, which sounds like the love is blind thing almost, but... Got it. Whatever. It's, okay. I have... Uh, I prefer docuseries over reality shows any day of the week. Um, I want, I want the real shit because truth is weirder than fiction for me every time, every time. Um, and this is cut, this has it all. There's like quasi cults, there's, um, polygamy, there's really brightly colored shirts. Um, there's like all told probably about 400 tigers involved. (laughs) 400 tigers? There's supposed to be more extinct than that. There's, (laughs) right? There's like four, four or five different parks that they sort of like pop into, um, during the Tiger King. Um, uh, so many, there's monkeys, there's suicide. I mean, what? It is, there's venomous snakes. Listen, okay, so the this, the documentary starts out like five years ago, and what's funny is that there's actually overlap, because this one guy who takes us through all the way to the end, um, he's actually there and filming, while another guy is trying to do a reality show. So there's there's so many, so many oh, layers. It gets, it gets really, really twisted and very confusing, but it starts out with this guy named Joe, who's changed his name to Joe Exotic. His last name is something that's hard to pronounce. Um, And he has, I mean, I'm sure you've seen pictures of him by now. Uh, My friend already is like doing a burlesque act based on him. Um, He's like, uh, I mean, he's not an unattractive person as a person, but he's got this like bleach blonde mullet where his hair is darker underneath. Um, And he has like, he has like easily seven hoop earrings in each ear. And he always wears this like weird, um, I guess like, not a bolo tie. It's a choker with these big long beads on it. And then this ugly fucking hat from like an, an automotive group with this sequin shirt on. Like that's his <laughs> uniform. That's how this guy is all the time. What do you wear when you're going to go out and play with your 227 tigers? That's what he wears. He's got legs up to his neck. I've never seen legs like on this guy. 
And I feel like tigers would not like sequins. Hello? That seems <laughs> like you're really fucking baiting a trap, right? <laughs> totally. No, yes, isn't that like wearing jewelry in the ocean at yes, night? The barracudas. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, lo- I love your shark thing. So, so, so this guy, Joe Exotic, like what I really want is a documentary about like his childhood. I want to know how he fucking became this person. They just talk about how I think he bought, he wound up like starting to collect exotic animals when he was kind of young. Um, And then he opened this park in Oklahoma um, and that's, it's funny too, because I don't know Oklahoma rednecks. I know, I do know Florida rednecks and that comes into play later. I know Virginia. I know North Carolina. <laughs> I know all the Kakalakis. I know East coast, Southern and redneck. I don't know gotcha. what happens when you start to move inward and it starts to get closer to like Texas redneck stuff. I don't know that right. world, but it's an unfamiliar <laughs> brand of hick to me. <laughs> yes. And it's Got even... It. Like, and it's a very different twang. Um, oh, he's also got this twitch uh, where he, like, he, like, he, like, scrunches up his nose like a bunny every so often and blinks. And he just, he That's just keeps, he I does it over. Say. No, no. What were you going to say? What? I just, like, a twitch was the, probably the last thing I would have guessed. Although oh. it feels like canon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, like, everything about him is so awkward and weird. Um but people love him. People love this guy. Um, Which people? <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, apparently when the park was open, it was really trucking along. People were throwing like two or three hundred dollars at him to get their picture taken with a, a tiger cub. Um, so that was where he was making all of his money. Oh wait, oh wait, I should go back and say the the directors of this um, documentary. They had originally intended to make a documentary about. Um, the world of snake trading of like dangerous <laughs> snake trading. But while they were following these people who were buying and selling all of these venomous snakes, that's when they met Joe. <gasps> and they did an about face. They did. They jumped everything. Scrapped. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, how, how could you absolutely not? Um, and he's, he's so self-aggrandizing. So, so as this all unfolds, and I forget what was in what episode, but like, huh, you meet his now ex-husband who is, um, does not have a shirt on during any of the talkback stuff. Like they're interviewing this guy in his house and you, you understand that he's like, he was married to Joe and he's not married to him anymore. Um, this poor guy like clearly has had, he's got like five teeth in his mouth, which I, I tried genuinely not to make fun of in general because I know that dentistry is very tricky um but and very later privileged. on yes yeah but later on you find out that it is a lot to do with meth um which is not again <laughs> not surprising um but that doesn't roll out until like the fourth episode you don't hear about the meth anyway God. doesn't have doesn't have a shirt on through the whole thing and like a really actually like sweet face guy and he talks about Joe in a kind of a tender way um like they clearly cared about each other but then later on you found out this guy is like I mean I I was in love with Joe but I'm I was straight I was always straight he like ran off with the the lady who was the front desk girl at the zoo when he finally leaves Joe like and then, and then after he's been married, my jaw to this just fell. Guy, open. yeah. After he's been married to this guy for a while, he marries another guy who's nineteen. Oh, so they're in like this triplet pod together. Uh huh. <laughs> and this new young guy is like smoking hot and a skateboarder. Anyway, okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. Wait, wait. The the young guy, did he marry Joe or did he marry the toothless pining ex? Both Got of it. them. Got it. So At the all time, three of them are married. were married. They were in a polycule. Yes. Got it. So. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> the first big thing that you need to know, other, other than that Joe has a park with like 200 tigers, I think it starts out with like 187. Regardless, 
Um, he's also, he's got other stuff on, on the park though. He's got like ligers and tigers and, um, lions and, um, monkeys and all kinds of stuff. Um, and you hear people talking about Joe and the other people that you hear are this other, um, big animal guy whose name is Doc Antle, but people call him the Bagavad. (laughs) So he, hang on a second. Where's Doc? Doc. Like uh, Bhagavad Vita? Oh uh, yeah, uh huh. Like like I Osho? Think it means Lord. Yeah, uh huh. Like fucking like the cult. Like yes. wild yes. wild country. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and this guy to paint a picture, he's like he's around, um, like chubby cheeks. He looks like a gregarious fellow. He looks like the kind of person you'd be okay coming to talk to your kid's third grade class about being Uh-oh. a wild animal trainer. Um, okay. However, uh, he's got like a little soul patch and he's got this long white hair and he's got like five wives. Mm. Mm. Um, and he okay. is so like as it as it as it unfolds. Um, uh, oh, he's in Myrtle Beach, of course, Doc Antle. Of course he is. Brother. And then, so like he's, he's talking about um, Joe and then you meet Carol Baskin, who is an animal rights activist and she's the owner of Big Cat Rescue. Um, so she has been up Joe Exotic's ass and all of these other people um, trying to get laws passed, trying to make it... Um, illegal for him to own all of these cats and to breed all of these cats and like isn't uh, it already illegal to own uh, i guess five years ago it wasn't oh weird okay great i think it depends on where you are and what you are like if i guess if you have a place and it's a private zoo that's different from like the hangover where like having a pet owns a tiger right yeah right oh okay yeah that makes sense and this is Uh, in texas oh no no carol baskin is in her cat big cat rescue is in tampa florida joe Mm. is in oklahoma (laughs) um and bagavad doc ansel is in myrtle beach south carolina (laughs) Uh, winners all It's so funny. Later on, you see Doc riding an elephant, and I was like, how tiny is your dick that you have to have five wives and ride around with an elephant between your legs? At a golf resort, no less. For real! Oh, my God. Amazing. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. So, 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 so. Um... Carol Baskin, you find out, is on her second husband. Why, you ask? Because her first husband, who was a multi-majillionaire, fucking disappeared. Oh, yes, where did I'm she... I'm crossing my fingers, hoping for murder. Where did he go? Oh, there's more than one. There's multiple murders. So, um... So I mean, all of this obviously spoiler alert, but um, so you find out later that there's rumors all over the place that Carol has killed her husband and fed him to the tigers. Oh <clears throat> my god! And you find yes. out about this in episode three or four, at which time you learn about Joe Exotic's um, country music career. <laughs> And you get to hear the song, Hear Kitty Kitty, that he has written and sung about Carol killing her husband and feeding him to the tigers. Holy ever-loving fuck. <laughs> and, and I have to say, he has a wonderful singing voice. <laughs> it's funny. From what I could glean from everybody's fevered social media posts about it that's what i saw like holy shit this man's insane his music is lovely (laughs) he's really good he's i mean his lyrics are kind of shitty but he's he's a great musician and his voice is like when he talks he's here like this and it's and he's sniffing and he's like i'm fucking kill that bitch but then when he's singing about her like it's all like smooth Uh, oh oh my god God. Yeah, yeah so so basically, you're going to watch, if you, you watch it, just watch with your mouth open. You're just going to be like, oh. I mean, 
There's no other option at this point. Oh, for my God. sure. Um, so, okay, wait. What else? What else even fucking happens? Okay, so he. Um, a lot of the issue comes with the fact that Joe is breeding tigers so that he can get these cubs because that's where the money is to, like, get people to have these cub experiences. And he really looks, you know, obviously there are ethical issues about doing everything that he's doing, but it does seem like he cares very much about the animals. Um, but then you find out that, like, how much money it costs to feed a full-grown tiger for the rest of its life. And you discover they're, they're very upfront about the fact that they go and they get um, expo- freshly expired meat from Walmart uh, a couple times a week. They just Walmart just puts out a truck with expired meat that you can just go get, which I got to tell you, that sounds illegal to me, but that's how that's how they're feeding all the tigers except for also um the people who work at the zoo go through it first and they like grab their own stuff out of it and uh they all just like cook up the expired meat and have a feast all the time um very shortly after uh, one of the people who's doing the talking head stuff her name is Safi um they I believe they introduce her as she, her. Um, and uh, uh, Safi, you don't, you don't realize right away because she's sitting in a chair with a bunch of, it looks like she's in a junkyard. Like there's so much stuff behind her. It's very busy. Um, mm-hmm. And you don't realize until later that she's missing the lower half of one of her arms because she, it got bit off by a fucking tiger in the park. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and when that happens, Joe just walks into the gift shop and he's like, uh, well, y'all are going to hear about this from someone. So I'm just going to tell you now, we need to get everybody out of the park right now because somebody who works here just got their arm bit off. So it's a real shame. I can give you a refund if you want, or you can come back another time. Y'all should come back later in the week. Wait, wait, wait. So as she's telling this story, it happens again? No, no, no. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. She's telling the story a couple years in the future. She's talking to the documentary. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So she's sitting there in what looks like a junkyard. And you don't realize at first. I don't think that they talk about the arm thing until the second episode because my friend mentioned it to me. She was like, oh, did you notice that she was missing an arm? And I was like, I fully did not notice that at all. (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, my God. I was... was (laughs) I mean, my friend Bobby uh, watched it last night and we were just texting and he was like, what? I don't, I have no idea what's happening. Um, (laughs) Such a whirlwind. So yeah, if I, uh, if I, (laughs) if I say things that sound confusing, (laughs) they probably are confusing, (laughs) but I may be, I may be jumbling things up. Um, I mean, all of it sounds confusing, but I don't think that's by virtue of you at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Okay, so um, so sidestepping that and going over to Doc Antle, the Bhagavad, um, they interview a woman who used to work for him and was like one of his lovers. And she talks about how she was like 18 or 19 when she went there to his place in South Carolina. Um, and it like very quickly became apparent that like if you wanted to get anywhere at all, that you needed to start banging him along with Uh all these other women. Um, Uh And at some point they like pressure her to get boob implants. And she says like they were only getting paid $150 a week because they were getting room and board, but they were expected to work literally all day and they were only getting 150 bucks a week. Um, And she was like, it's actually sounded pretty good because it sounded like I would get to have the surgery and then sleep for a couple of days. (laughs) And I was so exhausted. I was like, I don't know. You're going to pay for him and I get to take a nap. Sure. Let's, oh, my let's God. Let's do this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she doesn't get – she. they don't – you could do a whole thing just on him um, and to the way that she talks about him. Oh, he also makes – oh, he makes mm, – he makes all of the women choose new and more exotic names. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do little shows where like all of the women are like beating drums and stuff there's a very definitely like a 
uh, unsavory bit of like cultural ugh, going on there. Absolutely. Um, I mean, no doubt. <laughs> Uh, like like when Bush Gardens was called the Dark Continent. <laughs> what the fuck? What does that oh, mean? Bush Gardens in Tampa. I mean, so the Bush Gardens in Virginia used to be called the Old Country, and it was it was like Europe. And then the one in Florida was supposed to be Africa, and it was the Dark Continent. What hmm. the fuck, Bush Gardens? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh. So, um, so, okay, let's go, let's go back to Florida. So, um, (laughs) in Tampa, Carol Baskin, um, so she, you see her like going to Congress and stuff, trying to pass all of these bills. This woman solely wears like Lisa Frank leopard print. She has an entire Carol, Carol, the, the rescue lady. Who feels immediately to me like she should be the straight man of this whole bunch? She should be. <laughs> she is not like the she, only person in a no, place no, of no. authority. She no. has a huge YouTube following and Facebook following, and every day she does a little update where she goes, "Hey, cats and kittens, blah blah blah," and she talks mm-hmm. about what happened on the rescue that day. And she looks like um, she's got like super long hair, and she wears these flower crowns, and just like a thousand. Leopard print caftans. Uh, and oh her, her house is all like animal print shit. Oh, God. It's so weird. Um, and uh, you find out later that she, when she was with the millionaire guy, that's how she got into cats. Her, her first husband, her not ex-husband, but her missing husband <clears throat> had been a, um, had had like a lynx or something like that. And then together they started collecting and breeding Big cats, which is now she's what she's against. So what she's like fighting against, she used to do and used to make all these videos talking about how it's actually very humane and how people really love them and whatever. Um, so she is a born again yes. Joe exotic. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Uh huh. I'm following. Uh-huh. Shockingly. <laughs> so she like digs her teeth into Joe specifically, although she's after all of them. All of the private zoo people. Um, But she and Joe, like, really, she's devoting her time and energy and her missing husband's millions to bring this guy down. So Joe starts making these videos where he, like, dresses up a blow-up doll like Carol and then shoots her in the head. Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. It gets so fucking dark. Um my god god what what else what else i feel like i need a um (laughs) i mean what not else apparently i know oh every time he gets married um he changes his name to whatever guy he just last married so by the end he's like liz taylor with a thousand last names (laughs) Um, but his, I believe his name is legally um, Joe Exotic, but he doesn't use that name when he runs for governor of Oklahoma, because of course he does. He runs, he runs first, I believe, he runs for president, and then, and then, he, and then he Wait, runs. sorry, for president? Yes, yeah, he runs as a libertarian for president, and I think that's when I first heard of him, because, um. When the libertarians were all doing their caucus thing for the last election, I remember somebody doing a profile on how bonkers banana pants they all were. Um, And I think that's when I first heard of Joe Exotic. And I think I did my own little deep dive on him because as soon as I saw this, I was like, I know things about this guy. Like I – like, um, I don't right, know. Right, right, right. This is like, not the first, uh, this is not your first rodeo no, with like this, this particular brand of no, weirdo. that rodeo. Um, <laughs> the, the six months that I was, like, obsessed with Warren Jeffs just before he got arrested um, and that whole thing, like, I, f- I was, like, um, oh, just, like, at the cutting edge of all of this fucking crazy shit. So, holy shit. So, uh, uh, um, uh, so she's coming after him. Oh, he's, right. He's running for president. Um, <laughs> And he uh, and he obviously doesn't get the nomination, but (laughs) spoiler alert. But then when he runs for governor, he actually winds up getting like 19 percent of the vote. But when he does this, this fucker prints out condoms with his face on it and gives them out as like, vote for me or you're fucked. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Oh no. And then somewhere somewhere in the middle of this whole thing, he gets another big cat guy who also has a million wives and is a convicted (laughs) felon because of course he is. He gets mm. this guy to, like, come aboard, and he tries to get him to invest in the, um, oh, Carol's uh, suing him so much that he's, like, having a hard time feeding the animals, and that was very, very hard to watch. That particular episode was very, very upsetting. Um, oh, no, because you just saw hungry tigers everywhere? I, yeah, kind of. Yeah, and they were like, uh, we can't feed the bears today, but we can feed this. Oh, God, it's bad. It's bad. Um, and also, like, she, ha- I, where is her motivation through all of this? Because she has to know that at some point that's going to happen. So what? Wait, which thing? That the, that, that the, the animals are going to go hungry, that he's going to yeah. lo- start losing so much money. Um. So I believe that there's actually been like an injunction against him and he's supposed to start paying her or suing. Why is she? Su- oh, fuck. Okay. I remember. So <laughs> copyright infringement. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold the phone. We've been talking about Tiger King for over a half an hour. How many, how many itemized lists could I come up with of appropriate legal action to take against this man? And she is suing him and starving big cats for copyright infringement. So, so here's what happened. He, he was trying to throw off her SEO, her her search results. So when he started doing more tours, he was going. He's trying to game the internet against yes, her. Yes. Oh yes. my good god. Yes. So um, he started a company called Big Cat Entertainment that was a separate entity from the zoo. And that's when he was going around to malls and, like, selling all of these pet-a-cub experiences. But he, he um, hers is Big Cat Rescue. Um, and his, I think, was called Big Cat Entertainment. It was, like, really similar fonts. And it was similar enough that when she sued him, she won. <gasps> so she got... Um, the big giant trailer that he was using to take all the animals and all the people all over the country to make all his money. So then he couldn't transport the animals safely. So he wasn't able to do that anymore. And then she like started getting all a bunch of his assets. So he started destroying things. Um, and that was when he got this other guy in on the whole deal um, who seemed to be really rich, but he was like renting a mansion um, and like, sneaking tiger cubs up into penthouse suites in Vegas hotels to like get chicks to come up and fuck him so that they could play with the tiger cubs that he stuffed in a goddamn roly wheel. Oh, that's a really like, good idea. Well, I mean, <laughs> apparently chicks go crazy for tiger cubs. But he would he would stuff the tiger cubs in like a like a like a carry on rolling suitcase and take them upstairs. Dude, can you imagine? You know those little like bubble cat backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> can right. you imagine a fucking oh my God. Siberian tiger face? <laughs> oh my god! Sticking so let me start here because stop here because I would like to take a little Q and A. why why yes i feel like you might have some questions so i'm 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 open jesus i mean fuck (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) okay why (laughs) sure sure why i mean i guess the answer is sex (laughs) for all of them right yeah yeah Except for Carol. I mean, she looks like she's freaky, but she doesn't look like she enjoys anything a whole lot. Except Lisa Frank. Yeah, well, (laughs) that's its own sexuality. (laughs) (laughs) Holy ever-loving shit. Wait a second. Okay, so which person goes to Vegas with the tiger cubs? Okay, let me find his name because it's like Jeff. I think it's Jeff. Hang on a second. That tracks. Uh, I need, I need, this Wikipedia is terrible. What, everything you need to know about, let's see, hang on. Um, oh, wait. 
Okay, Joe Joe Exotic has his own Wikipedia page. Hang on, let me see if Jeff is on here. Jeff Lowe. Jeff L-O-W-E. That's the name of the guy um, who came in as a business partner and was mm-hmm. doing the Vegas stuff. I um, need to know what everyone's hair looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff doesn't have a whole lot of hair. Jeff, um, you mostly see him with like um, a, a a hat on, but also he's got a um, like a scarf under the hat, like a pirate. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> husband who i believe is the one that has property of joe tattooed right along his groin um he has very closely cropped hair and like a cute little round head like honestly if it wasn't for the teeth thing he's pretty cute um uh carol has it looks like she never takes her eye makeup properly off it looks oh, like no. she's got like a week's worth of too much mascara on. Oh um, no! And she's got it's like, like the wrong black for her. Yes, yeah. I she needs love. she needs someone to do her colors. Um, and she's got long, <laughs> long blonde hair, but it looks like it used to be blonde, blonde, and now it's dyed blonde. Um, but it's really, really long. Uh, and and her husband now looks sort of like Prince Charles. <laughs> But he also looks similarly enough to her first husband. Oh, oh, and. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, wait. Back to Carol. (laughs) Back to Carol's first husband who's missing, and she probably killed him and fed him to the tigers. Um, That sounds more than likely. So she, I know. So so when she, she was like, had a very terrible childhood um, and was uh, abused, and I believe wound up like having the baby of someone who attacked her and then married him. I I think that that is what happened. Um, So she's with this man and it's bad. And, um, and then she's like running away from this guy and she's out one night, just like crying and running. And this guy pulls up next to her. I think he was like 35 years her senior at this time. Um, and he tries to get her to get in the car and she was like, fuck you, fuck men. No, I'm not getting in your car. And he was like, Hey, listen. And he points to the passenger seat. There's a gun on the passenger seat. Like you do. And he's like, you get in this car and you can hold this gun on me. I'm not going to do anything to you. I just want to talk. So she like, she finds it very charming that he wants her to hold a gun on her. So she gets in the car and then... Sure, that's a meat cute if I've ever heard of Oh, the cutest. <laughs> so I guess uh, she feels so cared for by this new stranger that she immediately goes back to his place. Um, he's already got a wife and like a couple kids and he immediately dumps them for her. And then at some point writes them entirely out of his will. Um, and tell, like when he marries Carol, he tells, um, his family that he's like, Oh, you're just jealous. Well, yeah, you you left your wife for this young child girl. Uh, she gets to be jealous. That's how it works. Um, and so then Carol pretends to be all magnanimous. This, this is in the present day. She's like, Oh, he wanted to, to, um, completely uh, dissolve the trust funds that he had put up for the kids, but I wouldn't let him do that. So when he dies, she gets all of his money except for like the 10% that he had put in this trust that Carol had never actually dissolved for him. But she doesn't give them anything else. Huh. And... And isn't it like a fever dream? It's like you can feel your body getting hot and you can see all of the visions like swirling yes. behind your eyelids. Yes. And you can you can smell them. Like you can smell oh, them. Oh, it's unpleasant. I mean, 
They, oh, and this is not, this is just a bit of character development, but Joe Exotic does not wear underwear. And he has a Prince Albert <laughs> piercing that occasionally he, he puts padlocks through. Where was I? Okay, back to Carol. Why not? Why not? Why not? I mean, you only live if... once. <laughs> Don't you want to know what a padlock through the head of your dick feels like? I've never wanted to know anything less in my life. <laughs> seeking personality you know this guy is a fucking oh, adrenaline shit. junkie if you ever saw one but like his commitment to this mullet though girl oh my god even in prison even in prison he's maintaining Wait, he's this beautiful now? oh I'm sorry he's in prison now <laughs> what a wild ride I'm I can't I uh, what is happening he's in prison because he tried to hire not one but two people to kill Carol oh <laughs> sure sure uh but okay so going back a little bit so Carol <laughs> we should just do recaps um so Carol uh uh, her husband goes missing and sh- he had a couple weeks before he disappears. He gave his personal assistant an envelope that was like, if something happens to me, if I disappear, I need you to have this. Open this if something happens to me. And she was like, cool. <laughs> um, somehow, somehow Carol got uh, to be... Um, what do you call it? Uh, executor of his estate. Uh, and she had uh, <laughs> this personal of assistant. Joe's? The What? No, sorry, sorry. Going back. Going back to Carol and her dead husband. Or Ah, oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. Oh, so, I see. I, okay. Yes. Wiping everything off the table, just talking about Joe. Or talking no, about, fuck, fuck, fuck. Just, just talking, talking about, about Carol. Carol. Carol and, and the her, dude that she absolutely murdered. Yes, yes. <laughs> got it. Yes. So, Carol... Um, there's like, uh, uh, the personal assistant that the dead millionaire gave the just in case package to, she gets a call really late at night because, um, someone is breaking into her office. So she's got like an ADT or whatever that notifies her and it's Carol. Like there's footage of her. She has gone into the personal assistant's office, which is technically her husband's property. And she has taken nothing, I believe, except for um, the the pile underneath this woman's desk that had the dead millionaire's wills and his estate stuff. That's all she did. She took that. And then when she surfaces, <laughs> then she, when she surfaces with the power of attorney, it says it's not like in the case of my death. It's in the case of my dismemberment or disappearance. What the fuck? Which is not standard. I would imagine not. I have been an executor of wills before. <laughs> that ain't boilerplate, is it? No, for sure. That's not le- that's not legal zoom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. So then there's a whole FBI investigation. I mean, I don't even there's more, but I feel like that's really the the highlights and I haven't I haven't seen the very last episode. But literally, oh, I'm sorry. There was a whole Wait. There was a whole other thing. Wait, one more thing. Wait. I'll put a pin in it. Do you have a question? You have a question. I want to take questions. Well, my question is that's all about Carol and the FBI investigation on her. Mm-hmm. What w- There's no FBI investigation on her. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I guess your husband's missing. The FBI investigation is on Joe. (laughs) To try, who's trying to kill Carol. Yes. Explain that. Explain what he does. So, um, 
what he's accused of, which he says he did not do. By um, her. Y- uh, yes. Um, okay. So he uh, purportedly hired one of, wait, what was the Vegas guy's name again? Hang on. Joe? Jeff? Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Lowe. That's so it. Jeff Lowe, when he um, came over and started working and helping with the park, um, had a an associate uh, who had been in jail for some sort of felony beforehand. Um, And he's like a very like angry, but soft spoken guy. So he, he claims this other guy, the felon claims that Joe was supposed to give him $5,000 before the hit. And then $5,000 afterwards. And there's even like a conversation where he's like, well, how do you want me to do it? And he's like, um, he was like, do you want me to knife her? Do you want me to shoot her? Uh, and then he's like, he's like, if you want, I can cut her head off. (laughs) And then he's like, do you want me to bring it back to you? And he's like, no, no, take it out and throw it in the swamp. Oh, okay. No problem. So it sounds very specific, but then Joe scoffs later and he was like, no, I'm going to, I'm not going to hire that crackhead to, if I was going (laughs) to, if I did it, if I was going to do it. If I I did it. Right. So, um, but then this guy just takes his three grand and he drives to Tampa uh, or drives down halfway to Florida from Oklahoma and just like goes on a stripper bender is what it sounds like. And he never comes back. <laughs> <laughs> so then Carol's still alive. Uh, <laughs> because he got distracted by sex workers. <laughs> yeah. He said, he said that he, he said, at first he says he's chickened out. Then he said he never meant to do it. Then he said he was just trying to rip Joe off, but like, okay, whatever. Um, I think I think he was going to do it, but he was mad that he only got three grand out of the five that he was supposed to get fronted. And, jo- and Joe was like enormously low uh, for know. the risk of killing someone. Oh come on! Right? I would want a lot more money than that to kill somebody. Uh like minimum hundred thousand right? dollars. No. Yeah, exactly. Mi- absolute minimum. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it would be completely insane otherwise. Mm-hmm. You may as well just get a desk job. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, this poor guy couldn't even buy like a new trailer with 10 grand. What? This this poor guy who was absolutely going to murder her. Anyway, um where where were we? Murder um shit. Oh, so then the second person that they brought in that he had uh, tried to give tried to hire him was an undercover fucking FBI agent. And they bring him in and he talks about it and they negotiate prices and then he never gives the guy money so they can't take it any further, which doesn't sound right. You know what I mean? Like, is it all really just free speech and theoretical? Right. I'm all for free speech. I'm all for free speech. But like, yes, you are. You're a pro. (laughs) You're an actual pro. Okay. I'm exhausted. Um, I can't. I can't. If you have any more questions, I'm happy to try to field them. But like, it's. Let's be very real here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your offer to clarify <laughs> is just a sinking ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. So this is this is what everybody's going bananas about right yeah. now. Yeah. Wow, what a ride. What a journey. And I left out big, big pieces of it. I mean, holy shit. Um, And I don't know how it ends, although I can imagine. (laughs) I'm going to try and find something for you. Okay. So, wait. Joe has a platinum blonde mullet, right? Yes. And all these earrings and a big weird mustache. Yes, like a handlebar. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> he is a he's a double water sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. No, no, no. This is this if we had our Patreon up and running, um you doing Joe Exotic's fucking horoscope should be on there, but I'm just saying maybe you should he give this a- people a freebie. He's a Pisces sun cancer moon, which, look, I'm a cancer, and I'm so, so glad. Oh, my God, I, I, I see him in his sequin jacket. 
Yes. Yes. Hugging a tiger. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this tiger looks like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> Man, can you imagine being one of the most regal motherfuckers out there and then having to hang out with that guy for your whole life? Eating expired meat off a Walmart truck. <laughs> Eating old Walmart meat. I was like, I don't know. I guess it's just olive loaf today. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a Pisces sun, Cancer moon. Uh, I am a I am a Cancer sun. And let me tell you, hmm. as a water sign, having all that water in your chart gets messy. Maybe. Well, he's drowning, so... Oh, my God. Also, <sighs> Pisces men do not tend to handle being Pisces well. Oh, I've known some lovely Pisces boys. Which is delightful, as do I. Um, in general, it is such a feminine placement, which means it's uh-huh. at the very end of the of the zodiac wheel it carries it carries like the psychic karmic energy of everything else that came before it it's space that is a femme spot to hold and so in general well that makes a lot of sense why i have had so many guy pisces friends because that's exactly what i love yes yes and very very compatible uh for a capricorn for sure um so, yeah, but to, to have a Pisces sun, which is already quite a quite a, a hand to be dealt for, uh, well, I get, he's gay, right? Yep. So I was going to say for a cis-hetero dude, so, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but definitely, maybe just for someone who's so super crazy. <laughs> he, like, he, like, didn't have a chance, man. He didn't know a chance. I don't know. I might be wiped yeah. out for today, to be completely honest. That was a lot of psychic energy. I'll tell you what. That was a lot. Holy shit. Oh, my goodness. These people. I, how, how, do I, how do I navigate the world knowing what I know now? No, nothing's ever going to be the same ever again. <laughs> because you know what? For every handful of people like these people... There are a thousand other handfuls in all of these little, like tiny sub circles, like somewhere, somewhere. Have you have you ever seen, have you ever seen the ferrets documentary entitled uh, "The Pursuit of Excellence: Colon Ferrets" from two thousand and seven? <laughs> it's called "The Pursuit of Excellence." Oh, why yes. <laughs> um, no. However, I love listening to the last time we talked about it. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> because we make a lot of really great jokes. Listen, you listen to me. If Ferrets, Pursuit of Excellence, sorry, if the Pursuit of Excellence colon Ferrets is on Netflix, you and me are doing a watch party tonight. God, yes. You're doing a watch party. Yes. It is some of the fun. If you want people are, that are just as weird as Joe Exotic, but you don't want all of the big cat abuse, the ah. Ferrets documentary is for you. <laughs> the pursuit of excellence. Ah, the pursuit of a smelly, nasty weasel. Oh, I love ferrets. They're not all I nasty. They're very pretty, but they are mean and they apparently smell awful. I actually kind of like how they smell. <laughs> oh, wait. Have you been close enough to a ferret to smell it? Don't you remember? I used to hang out in a basement with those twin redhead all right, boys. All right, all right, 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 right. Sega Genesis and ferrets. Sega and ferrets. <laughs> oh, my God. Loafers. Uh, there were lots of loafers down there. Loafers? That's it. That's all I have for today. Um, please, I can't wait to hear whatever the thing was that you were going to tell me about tomorrow, though. What was I going to tell you about? I don't know. You were like, I have a weird story. Oh, no, I was trying to... Do I? I mean, it's me, probably. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Dear listeners. We'll figure it out. We'll get there. I think the recommendation of the day is clear. I mean, <laughs> hello. Oh, Oh, housekeeping. Um, housekeeping is uh, uh, you get a you get a real actual episode 
uh, tomorrow, our dear listeners, you get a Thursday, hey, wait. we recorded this before the world changed episode. Fuck, is today Wednesday? No, today's, wait, no, when no, are no, you today's launching? Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Today's physically I'm Tuesday. I'm going to put this out tomorrow. I Wednesday. got it. I understand. So people listen to this on Wednesday. And uh, that means when they're listening to it, tomorrow will be the uh, the, the quote-unquote real episode. Ooh, the non-quarantini. Ju- and oh my God, you guys, it is so good. It <laughs> is another two-parter. We don't have any more two-parters coming up after this one. But basically, uh, Lillian and I met working together. We met uh, working for Lush, uh, thank God, and um, we both have very colorful job histories. Yes. Uh, And I think, aside from just us uh, having very strange lives, one could generally say that most uh, performers and artists have to go through a lot of bad apples when it comes to jobs, and we tend to have really good stories to listen to slash really bad experiences <laughs> with mm. trying to find them. However, add to it our special sauce, and you have uh, almost two full hours coming at you of just endless what the fuckery. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, and you're. it's like, wow, I'm so glad that they made it. <laughs> oh, for real. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, there's some there's some harrowing fucking journeys in there. So that's what's uh what's coming up tomorrow, Thursday, finally April second. Jesus Christ, Lillian, can you believe it's still March right right this moment right now? Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know how to feel about anything, honestly. Like <laughs> I I understood February. February was real for me. March wasn't real. And now it's about to not be March. Do we get March back? Is that what we're getting in the in the mail with the check? I mean, do March get, is usually a lame month anyway. March I back? could I could skip March entirely if we just redact that month. That's fine. No, Even if we it, were not under quarantine, I'm fine with March yeah, being done. I don't know if I have a, a hard feel about March, but I will think about it. I still feel <laughs> robbed, though. Yes, although I mean, I guess the weather's been okay-ish. I no. tend to like to, if I had to skip one month, it would be March. Enjoy February. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, my birthday's in January, and I would I'd definitely take a hard pass on January. I would give up my birthday to skip January. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Although, by March, I'm usually like, I'm usually champing at the bit to get outside and for it to actually be spring in earnest. Mm. And then it's not. And I'm like, what is this bullshit? And I'm putting coats away and taking them out and putting them away. And, you know, it's just, it's a whole rigmarole. So Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of rigmarole involved in March. (laughs) That is what's irritating. At least January, I generally know what I'm getting. Well, none of us knew what we were getting this March. No, we did not. Man, what a surprise egg, right? <laughs> March madness, bitches. March madness. Fuck. Oh, God. Uh, that was delightful. I give all the fucks about these people. <laughs> I know. Don't you want to save all of them? I mean, mostly I want to save the tigers. I would like to. Yeah, that would be good. And I'd say... Carol, get your shit together, but I don't know. I saw a picture of her with a flower crown. She looks dodgy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're like, I really want her to be this character actor that I'm thinking of. (laughs) Like, like, and this character actor only ever plays women who are, who really have their shit together, who are like corporate and do not smile and just get it done. Oh, no. And that's who I was envisioning. And that's not who she is. Not at all. No. There's a, the whole cast is anti-heroes. The only person you're really rooting for are the tigers and the documentarians. Documentarians. Is there some good tiger action? Do you get to like see some really good footage of big cats? Yeah, you do. But a lot of it is like a little heartbreaking. Not a lot oh. of it. It's you very rarely see them where they're actually in pain. Um, oh, no. But it's I will tell you. It, you have to ever see them in pain? Fuck. Uh, a little I bit. I see why we need to concentrate on the creepy people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, the cats. I will say that it, the um, internet, the don't fuck with cats, even the parts of the video that they showed 
that weren't actually cruel to the animals made me feel worse than any single moment in the documentary in the Tiger King documentary. Like knowing what happened and the lead up and watching the lady watch what happened in Don't Fuck With Cats. That was more like nightmare inducing than anything else that happens in this tiger documentary. Oh my God. That's so upsetting, man. I accident, I was backing up and I accidentally, I didn't know bear was behind me. And I just very gently stepped on his foot a little bit. He didn't even call, cry out, but I was like, oh, and I turned around and he like tenderly lifted his foot up and I was like, I'm sorry. And then I followed him around for about 20 minutes. Apologize. I know. I know. I know. I know. And they always look so wounded. Oh, my God. So shattered. Uh, Yeah. Well, you know what they say, Jen. You can't hug every cat. (laughs) I would like to put that one to the test. (laughs) Try me, motherfuckers. Okay. I adore you. I adore you. Guys, this has been a real weird quarantini. Hope you're into it. We we love you and we'll see you. Uh, we'll 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 visit you in a blessed. Yeah, we won't see tomorrow. you for a while. But <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>